Welcome back to the Pastor Podcast. This is the show where every week we teach you how to make a living doing what you love, how to get paid for what you know, turn your expertise into content-based passenger and revenue streams. I am your host, Ryan C. Green. You can follow me on all social media at Rod Speaks. If you're an entrepreneur, a leader in your field, a dreamer who needs help putting it all together, or simply aspire to be more in life than you have been, then this is the show for you. I want to thank you again. If you uh, haven't done so already, make sure you click the follow and subscribe button on the podcast that you're listening to. But also, most importantly, share the podcast, share it out with your friends, share it out with your network. You know, let them know what's going on via the Passionpreneur podcast as well. Don't keep all the goodness to yourself. Help your circle grow with you. And just for listening to today's show, if you're ready to begin your journey of becoming a Passionpreneur, I want to give you my book, Becoming a Passionpreneur. That's right. It's the entire book. Uh, based around the, uh, the secrets where I teach you how to reignite your fire within and start getting paid for what you know and build those passenger revenue streams. So I'm going to give it to you for free. If you want your free copy of the book, simply text the word book to 614-333-0338. And again, text the word book to 614-333-0338 and you'll receive a link with instructions on how to get your copy right away. So today's show is not going to be very long. I've got some some quick tips I want to give you all again it's going to be some things that you know as we've been going through uh, this uncertain time and things that I just want to uh, had on my heart that I wanted to share and we'll get back to some guests on the show real soon but just some things that I wanted to share I mean you know hey it's my show I can do some episodes when I want right (laughs) so I'm going to share some things today that I think are going to be helpful and today's uh, show we're just going to talk about three reasons uh, top three reasons that leaders fail uh, three reasons that leaders fail, and especially in a time like this, it's important that if you are leading others, uh, it's important that you are on top of things, that you are are becoming the best leader that you can be, uh, that you aren't uh, positioning yourself and your team to fail. Uh, so I want to share some things that I, I think will be helpful to you as a leader, also helpful to your team. Uh, so I definitely want to get that to you. So so first and foremost, we'll talk about the top three reasons leaders fail. Uh, reason number one is that they're colorblind. And they might be saying, oh, Ryan, what does that mean? That they're colorblind. Well, let me tell you, you know, there was, there was a, a, a young man who I used to manage and to supervise uh, at a company. And one day uh, we were looking at some spreadsheets. He was, he was real good on Excel. He was making some spreadsheets for me. And I was looking at the spreadsheets and he had a lot of different colors in there. Uh, things were coded by colors. And, um, you know, and I was telling him, I was asking him a question rather about, um, you know, the, the red or the green, uh, let words and what that meant and everything. He 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 looked at me. He just kind of looked at me, and then he looked at the screen, and then he just kind of paused. And I was you know I was a little confused at the time. Admittedly, I was confused. I didn't understand what was going on. Uh, and and I asked him again, and then I pointed to the screen. I was like, you know, hey, the red one's right here, the green one's right here. And then he, and then he paused and he told me. He said, you know, Ryan, I need to tell you, I'm colorblind. <laughs> I I can't necessarily see different colors and and determine you know, differentiate them. And I was like, wow. I, I, I was shocked and something like that was kind of, and I told him the time like, that was kind of cool to me, you know what I mean? Colorblind. I mean, it's not something that you want to necessarily have, but it was kind of cool. So I was like, I understood that it was a lot for him to admit that, but I thought it was kind of cool. And I was like, this is cool. in the fact that, you know, now we have to find a new way to communicate. We have to find a way to overcome this obstacle and what we can do. Uh, but, but I translate that to leadership because it really made me think about the fact that, you know, uh, how does that impact leaders? 
because too often uh, poor communication stems from us making the assumptions that everyone sees things the same as we do. And, you know, and I was able out and I'm telling him and you as a leader might be telling someone that you uh, monitor or that you lead how to do something. And you're not really being clear about uh, making sure you both see things the same way, you know, and as a leader, I'm just telling them, hey, I need this done or, you know, here's the information, sort through it in a certain way. Uh, but he didn't see the information the same way I did. So he wasn't fully equipped in order to be able to see uh, what I exactly I needed. So we assume people will just get it because it makes sense to us. So we don't, and we don't take time to ask those questions. You know, we don't take time to ask them, Hey, do you get this? Do you understand what I'm, I'm saying? Are we on the same page? Do you see this, the problem the same way I see it? Uh, and if not, you know, how can we discuss, you know, what, what do you need from me in order to make sure that we can get on the same page, you know, but also then, you know, we don't listen to feedback. You know, what if I you know hadn't paid attention to him telling me he was colorblind or what if I didn't, you know, know what that meant or didn't care enough to say, okay, well, if you're colorblind, you know, what do we need to do in order to make sure that you can be successful in your job, you know, or, or that we can communicate and get the job done together. Uh, and then I, uh, uh, leaders fail when they don't adjust your own communication when necessary. See, I could have been one of those leaders that just were like, you know, well, this is how I want it done. This is what I said and get it done. Regardless of what your hangup may be, regardless of what your obstacle and roadblocks may be, do it how I want it done. And as a leader, if you are that type of person where you, you know, you don't want to listen to others, you don't want to hear the feedback from your team and you don't want to adjust your communication style when necessary uh, in order to get the most out of your people. And you're going to fail every single time. So you can't be colorblind as a leader. And, and then the second thing we're going to move on, the second uh, reason that that leaders fail is that they have the there's an inability to take decisive action. Is inability to take decisive action. You know, as a leader, you are put in place because you are there to make decisions and actions that others either would be afraid of doing on their own or wouldn't do without you uh, pushing them. So as a leader, it's important to take uh, decisive action. You know, ask yourself, I'll ask you this question. What when is the best time to buy a smoke detector for your home? Is it when you build the home or when the house is already on fire? <laughs> you know, and it may sound silly, but think about that in, in organizations. How often do organizations wait until the house burns down before they then try to turn around and, and install smoke detectors? And, and what I mean by that is that you can't wait till uh, everything is hitting the fan. You can't wait till the walls are crumbling in to now decide you want to sit down with the team and figure out how to fix a problem when they were trying to be your smoke detectors all along. You know, they've been warning you about what's coming on, uh, coming down the pipe. They've been trying to tell you, Hey, here's some obstacles. They've been trying to tell you, here's the things that we need in order to be successful. Here's some things that we see, but you ignored them because you were uh, the boss and, you know, you were the leader. So what they said, it didn't matter. You know, and, and so you, you know, you heard the battery beeping, beep. <laughs> you heard it going off every 60 seconds, beep, while you were in the middle of a, you know, a meeting and you heard the, the smoke detector alarm, beep, going off, letting you know the battery that there was something wrong, uh, but you ignored it. You ignored it. And leaders who cannot make decisions kill the entire organization. So when you have that smoke detector, when you have those things that are the, the, the warning signs, if you can't take that information and, and make an, a decision and take action, then, then you are going to kill your entire organization, okay? One of the core responsibilities of leaders is to make the decisions and take action. 
So as a leader, you know, you may know what's right and wrong or you may know what the best uh, decision is. But then you also have to take the next step and actually take action, uh, take action. You can't sit there and watch everything fall apart and then want to blame your team or then want to go and start firing people and, and throwing fits at, at the job and trying to find out who else was responsible for it when it was you. You were the one that was supposed to make a decision. You were the one that was supposed to take action. So, with the, you know, when you stop taking action, when you stop uh, doing those things as a leader uh, that, that you know, need to be done, that's when you're going to begin to see your organizations fail as well. And then the final uh, key, the final top reason that leaders fail is that uh, they lose the trust of their team. They lose the trust of their team. You know, we understand in relationships how important trust is. Uh, just in personal relationships and, and, and uh, love relationships, but in work relationships, it's the same thing. It doesn't change. A relationship is is built upon trust. Okay, so you know your team will forgive you for your mistakes as long as they trust you. But the second that they don't trust you, the second that you know you do something that, that violates that trust and that they can't believe in you. Uh, they're not going to be so forgiving because now they don't know what your motive is. They don't know what you're trying to do. They don't know if they can, you know, if, if you're trying to get them, if they, if you have their back, uh, you know, but the, the you can't be afraid uh, to make mistakes as a leader. And, and the way that you get rid of that fear is by being open, having that communication, working with your team to make sure that they have that trust in you. You know, once you once you lose that trust, it's a wrap. There, there, there's no getting it back. I mean, you see it in sports all the time. You see where a team will fire a coach and bring in a new, you know, voice. That's what they say. We need a new voice in the locker room. Now, now why, why do they fire the coach? You know, the teams are losing. They don't get rid of the players. They, you know, first they get rid of the coaches. You know, the game doesn't change, and, and many times it's not the X's and O's that are, you know, a big difference. If, if you're playing basketball, it's still the same game. Dribble, pass, shoot. Dribble, pass, shoot. It's the same game. So what is it about the coach that, that makes a difference? It, it, it's that renewed trust. When, when they don't, uh, the team loses that trust in the coach, you got to bring someone else in. You get that renewed trust, and that causes the behaviors to change, and, and success begins to occur because now it's like, okay, I know all I have to do is dribble, pass, shoot. But I trust that you're telling me that, OK, I got to dribble three times, pass twice, then shoot versus oh, I got to dribble once, pass twice, then shoot. But I trust you in your way now because you, you, you've had you built that trust. You've shown me that, I had that you have that credibility. You've shown me that you care. So, you know, as a leader, you have to make sure that you don't lose that trust in your team because there's no getting it back. Uh, you know, and I, I've seen so many times you have leaders who. Uh, feel threatened by team, uh, the team. They feel like uh, they're afraid to fail. They feel like they're afraid to mess up. Uh, and, and that's not, that's poor leadership. It, it, it's lackluster leadership. The best leaders are the ones who aren't afraid to build up their other people. You know, the real sign of a leader's success is how many other leaders they develop. You know, if you run an organization and if you're a manager, you know, and, and let's say, you know, I've worked in, <laughs> call centers in my, in my day, you know, there'll be 40 of us in the call center and one general manager, uh, you know, that general manager, you know, wants to, uh, there's two ways you can do it. You can, you can rule with an iron fist and, and you're trying to keep everyone down in their position and you're the leader, you're the boss or the more positive and more productive way to do it is, you know, start helping those people get the promotions and get, uh, out of the office. You know, the real leaders are those who are able to help others, 
uh, pursue their goals and, and achieve their dreams and build better leaders out of them. So if you got an office of 40 people and you can say, hey, over the last year, we've got 12 people got promoted out of here. You know, you're not losing people, you're building people. Uh, so you got to have that abundant mindset as a leader, and, and that will generate much more success. So uh, the top three reasons I think leaders fail is that, one, they're going to be colorblind. They, they, they don't want to see that other people actually see things differently. you got to be able to make sure that you and your team are on the same page. Number two is that inability to take decisive action. Even if you know the right thing to do, you have to actually be able uh, to pull the trigger and go ahead and take that action. And then three, they lose the trust of their team. Uh, you want to make sure that you are always uh, – have that trust because once that trust is gone, it's over. So listen, as we move forward, as we are, are trying to navigate uh, life, navigate business, navigate, navigate our success and, and how we pursue our passions is important to remember those three things, because as we're leading now in this new frontier, as we're leading now in this new normal, it's important that you know that you position yourself uh, to be a successful leader and not one that's set up to fail. So I want to thank you again. Stay safe. Uh, keep your butt home <laughs> and, uh, you know, use this time to listen to past uh, episodes or whatever, uh, but stay home, stay safe. And let's get out of this all uh, together. I look forward to working with you, talking to you again and seeing you real soon. And that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Passionpreneur Podcast. If you liked it, tell someone else about it. Go ahead and share it out. And also make sure you click that subscribe button and follow us and listen to every week's episode. I am your host, Ryan C. Green. You can reach me at www.ryancgreen.com. Follow me on all social media at Raji Speaks. I look forward to working with you, talking to you soon. And just remember, if the best part about going to work is getting off of work, it's time to become a passionpreneur. Thank you.